0: Welcome to Two Baptists and That almost Chick, a podcast brought to you by the Butter Churn Girls. I'm Leslie. And I'm Bethany. And I'm Berlin. Join us for candid conversations
1: about organized religion, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how we broke free from it while holding on to our faith in God. In these candid conversations, you can expect to laugh, to relate, occasionally cry, and definitely hear a few cuss words. Be sure to subscribe to the
0: podcast on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform and follow at the butter churn girls on all socials now for this week's episode. Welcome back this week. We are actually, um, going to hit a topic that is actually a hot button issue within the church mm-hmm. and even just within the world today. And so, um, what we're wanting to do here is actually bring love and light to a situation where there has been a lot of hate and segregation mm-hmm. and division. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what we're actually going to talk about is um, sexuality in the church and how um, different um, people who have come out have been accepted and rejected and mm-hmm. like a lot of their personal stories. So we're actually going to share these personal stories of how they were hurt. Yeah. And uh, so often what's really amazing about every single one of these stories is they're all very close with God, Yeah. but it's a very strained relationship with the church. And I think that's even something that we can actually uh, like
1: attest to there you go i was like yeah I have the language quick yeah.
0: <laughs> um like it, we we understand where that mm-hmm. comes from we, just simply based on us like being in religion and breaking out and like mm-hmm. leaving the church the way the church is established and yeah. actually finding mm-hmm. relationship and so yeah we can kind of like really relate to a lot of these stories that are we're going to share um mm-hmm. and so it's our heart really to to just love on these people, right? Like yeah. one, we're like, we hate that anybody has been um, passed out, sent away, talked down to demonized for label. anything, anything like yeah. this. There's this label in segregation and separation and it's stupid and obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so we really want to just love and honor these people and their mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. because, I think so many of us have a story that's very similar Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to take away from these stories and please don't hear that. But, um, we want to share these stories with love and also just for us as, um, just fellow Christians and also just people that are in churches, how
1: can we better love and serve and honor people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the only commandment we were given is to love. Mm -hmm. Like that's the only thing we were, we were told to do, Um, by Jesus himself, like, Jesus, you know, that was the only, like, he was like, this is the new commandment I give you, you know, you had all these other commandments, this is the new commandment I give you is love everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that a lot of of scripture has even been, you know, twisted and manipulated for people to have agendas about people who, um, you know, like, came out and were like, hey, like, this is what I, where I'm at, or, you know, where I'm, you know, what I believe or whatever. And so, um, you know, and as, as like three, as three women, like three straight women, we don't have any experience, but we have a heart and a, like such a big heart for people, especially people who are, um, in like people who are in, these um like lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't even know the words like the proper words, <laughs> right? I right? use like good honoring language. If you want to use good honoring language, we might mess up. And so just if we mess up and you're just yes, thinking, for to, grace, yeah, so please yes. give us grace. But we're doing our best to honor people and value them and love them. Like it doesn't matter the choices that someone makes, like that really is none of mm. our business. Our business is to love people and like thank you to you guys who shared your stories because Mm -hmm. um, that takes a lot of courage, a lot of courage to come out and say, Hey, this happened to me. This happened to me, you know, like Mm -hmm. this has been my experience. And so we are doing our absolute best to protect you and um, know that you're safe and Mm -hmm. loved. And our heart is only for that and nothing else. And like, we know the hurt that religion can cause yeah not in that space maybe right. but in like every other space you know and it's like it's crazy and it needs to stop yeah i think I, oh go
0: ahead
2: i was i was gonna say i'm i'm happy to get the opportunity to share this because um you said one of you said like we don't know from experience we haven't had experience right we are three straight women talking about this topic of the lgbtq plus community or the, the group, group of people there and um you said we don't have experience what was actually interesting is for me I had experience being raised in the um judgmental assholeness of it yeah, it's true in, yeah in that world that I think all of us were somewhat in that world of we grew up around people who have said some of these not the exact people but the type of people who have said some of these awful things right mm-hmm. or people we, we know people were, were raised around people who would have said some of these same things mm-hmm. And so, um, we know it from that side and now we have different perspectives as adults with our own thoughts. Now, um, people who have looked at scriptures differently than what we were told things were said. And so we're happy to be able to come in and be a voice because it is, you know, for some of these people, they would actually sit here in the chair and be the voice on here. It'd be really terrifying for them. They wouldn't want to do it. There some of these people who said, like, I've been waiting for my voice to be heard. Like, go ahead and share, use my name. Like, this is their opportunity for this out here. So we're really excited to be able to share that and have the conversation about how do we do things differently as people who follow God, who, whether mm-hmm. you agree or disagree with
1: who these yeah. people choose to love, how do you show up the way God wants you to show up? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, even just how people choose to, who cheat people. <laughs> That was hard. Um, who people choose to love in general, right? Like, we're we're so we want to be careful that we don't like segregate, like uh, marginalize, you know, like create separation because we believe that everybody should be able to live together in mm-hmm. unity. And it doesn't matter who you love or how you love, or like all of that is really none of my business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. My business is, like I said, to love you as a person mm-hmm. and and like see your value that you have, that your inherent value that you were born with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that, um, and I think the, so for so long, the language around um, like sexuality and what people choose to, you know, do and who people choose to love and all of that. And, um, any pronoun that people choose to like use or whatever. Um, it's been such a labeling, like a, like a, like a division, a divisive thing. And I'm like, I'm so tired of that. Mm -hmm. Like so tired of the division because division gets nobody anywhere. It just creates more anger, resentment, hurt, Mm -hmm. um, confusion, like, just a lot of things that none of us really want, mm-hmm. you know and we think that you know as, and I say we because I I'm talking now about like Christians who are super religious um they like they're so incredibly um the word I'm looking for. they're so incredibly concerned about like doing all the right like right things in their mind that they can't get over the fact that like you're just supposed to love people and stop judging them Mm -hmm. like just leave all of that (laughs) to the side and stop like jesus didn't tell you to do any of that that was your own like you took that on from somebody who told you to think like this talk like that act like this and you're just regurgitating things that you were taught and you've never actually probably asked jesus about this Mm -hmm. like have you right because if you ask jesus he's pretty um he'll offend you because he didn't come up with those rules people did yeah. and so um I'm really excited to share these to be able to get to share these um mm-hmm. stories and, and like experiences because these are real people like right. I mean, this is real life
2: yeah and we're going to share a little bit of ideas that we have on how we can be change with so many circumstances right mm-hmm. of like how how it would be handled differently I don't think we'll go crazy elaborate into those. no, no. And nothing is we're not saying we know you know perfect, right? No. We just we're not saying we have the number one way, but what we are saying yeah. is like, um, if we all start to think about how we can respond better, how we can think about things differently, how we can treat people differently, love people differently, um, and love them better. <laughs> <For> <laughs> or just love them in general, right? <laughs> Actually show the actions of love. Mm-hmm. Um if we all start to, to think about that, we're going to be making progress 100%.
1: So I think that's good. Yeah. So yeah. Do we want to jump into the, yeah, let's start sharing. Or... sharing. All right.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so we have a listener. She has actually shared part of her daughter's story. Um, her daughter came out at 13 and when she did, she lost all of her friends in the church and she re- really felt judged by everyone. Um, even many that she was like very close with, it made it really hard because she loves God and loves the people, but their actions and words, words pushed her away. Um, she was very confused because although it was constantly instilled that we are to love others, just like we were talking about, um, even in sin and that we should leave the judgment to God. She felt as soon as they knew her sin and she used quotations there, they turned away from her and she could feel the difference. Someone she looked up to at the church for a long time told her that she was going to hell and she needed to work on changing her ways. Wow. She's now 18 and still loves God and knows that he loves her, but she has not been to church or felt accepted by them since then. Um, mm, wow! So there's a lot I could say, uh, say <laughs> but for me, like stop labeling everything as a sin. We really need to like yeah. get down to the definition of what sin actually is. First off, um, and it's not what
1: most people think it is. Second
0: um please tell me that was in there did I make it up in my head oh um (laughs) I was like I might have made it up in my head as I was reading it wrong (laughs) um like I think it's so hard for a kid to be brave enough to do something like this and then get shot down by people she looks up to right like this is one of those things that will can like literally have a lot like lifelong, mm-hmm. like lasting effects and really affect the way she can even connect with people Yeah, in general, anybody that she has respect for. And so
2: yeah. be a decent human. I mean, right. I and just I, want to shout out to her too. And just be like, anyone who says like, you're going to hell because of it, they purely made that up. Yeah. Right. They yeah. purely made that up. Nowhere in the Bible it say, when you love this, this type of person, you're going to go to hell.
1: that that was
2: never in there anywhere god never said that that is purely someone making that up and spreading it around
1: exactly yeah it's it's like somehow people have to justify what Mm -hmm. they believe by putting somebody else down and and scaring them and scaring And scaring them yeah yeah it's like it's so so incredibly hurtful yeah okay the next one is vanessa um She said, I was stripped from my nieces and no longer able to see them if I was going to be in a same-sex relationship. It took a lot of therapy and breaking away from some family, like quotations. Sorry. We have a spider spider
2: situation happening here. What the heck? And we're not sure where it went. I'll continue reading while you uh, find the spider spider. here. (laughs) Was it big? No. All right. So we it went on to say i took a lot of therapy and breaking away from some some quote-unquote family and religion for me to realize i needed to follow my own relationship with god look how she realized the religion versus relationship with god i freaking love that um okay so my own relationship with god and not what any religion that casted stones and hit their skeletons better than most said so she has some quotes from people um in her life that things i've said to her she said my very christian quote-unquote grandma said she shouldn't be around any of the kids alone referring to me being a lesbian Hmm. my uncle who doesn't go to church and claims he hates god said the bible says man and woman
1: not even eve my children won't be raised around that well, wow, he doesn't go to church and claims he hates God. So why is he using that even? So why is it even quoting? Scripture? Yeah, why is he <laughs> utilizing a scripture? Yeah, like yeah. that makes
2: no sense. Because again, I think it's because it creates fear, mm-hmm. right? And the shouldn't be around kids alone thing. That is a whole nother topic. Of yeah.
0: Misunderstanding. <laughs> it's clumping way too many things together, yeah. right? Yes. Like- it mm, nowhere in there was there anything about children like children Mm -hmm. yeah nothing was mentioned about a child and so I think so many different aspects because the world has so segregated they put so many different people groups And I I hate to even use that language, but I don't know what other words to use right now. So please grace in that, (laughs) but like they clump so many groups together that a few bad apples Mm -hmm. have like ruined the reputation for a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, there are things that are clearly wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat that like that. I'm not, we're not, we're not defending. There are
2: unsafe people in the world, but who you choose to love. When you're loving an adult loving another adult does not mean you are an unsafe
0: person for children. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh anyway. anyway. Thank you for summarizing that because I was like, I feel like I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Okay.
2: Uh so my very Christian sister, quote unquote, and her husband said, You can't be around your nieces unless you come alone.
0: Hmm.
2: So thankfully now I have formed my own relationship with God on my own. I have been baptized and been in therapy for three years now. And walk confidently in who I am and I'm not ashamed to love and be loved by the most beautiful soul and woman. Vanessa, thank you so much for sharing all of yeah. that and letting us have the opportunity to share that. And this just shows like, she talks about being in therapy for three years. We all know we all need therapy, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that didn't have to be necessary, right? Like yeah.
1: somebody created that pain. There was a point. lot of assumptions yeah. and a lot of like, Yeah.
0: Stones a throwing. lot of like personal opinions, yeah, like portrayed as Bible, mm-hmm. and I think we hit that a lot. Like I think right. we get that a lot. So well, yeah, that's
1: a lot of religion, just in general, mm-hmm. like opinions being that, like this, and like the Bible isn't even the word of God. Okay, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is the word of God, mm-hmm. not the Bible. The Bible is a bunch of books who were put together. Not not devaluing the Bible isn't beautiful and amazing when you read it the right way. Mm-hmm. as the way it was intended to be read it is an incredible book that can help you have any relationship with god on like so many levels it's not meant to be a weapon used against people no it's and meant, meant that's to be exactly a tool how tool our relationship so many people have used it yeah
2: an important thing to mention to and these going forward and backwards is like never we're going to keep going back to to love right? yeah loving people where they are who they are and like you can never scare someone into changing Mm -mm. not not genuinely
0: changing
1: if you scare them into it you're gonna have to keep them all it's gonna do
0: is cause them to hide yes yeah yeah that's it yeah and i think the love aspect is one thing they get so right yeah i think this is a lesson that we actually need to learn as Mm -hmm. the church of like oh this is what god meant when he Mm -hmm. said love everybody Mm -hmm. because it's something that is done so well mm-hmm. yeah like it does not matter well, and you'll and hear exactly. actually yeah. in these next couple episodes that are coming up after this, this is actually you don't our yeah you listen, do not listen. do not hit, hit subscribe, subscribe right now because at yes. least that here just jaws on the floor recording these next three episodes like we have a guest it, yeah That's we have, a, we have guest. a guest do, yeah don't miss that. it go oh. ahead and hit subscribe so you don't mm-hmm. miss but it was a conversation of like it is something they do so well
2: yeah. I've always said that yeah. too. I've always said that, like the the church as a whole. I'm not. I, we're trying not to segregate, but we, also we're yeah. talking about different groups of people who put themselves in
0: like, right in different groups, groups. right. We're talking yeah. about you know, so, well, I don't want to say all people have segregated themselves, but the yeah. church has definitely segregated themselves mm-hmm. from saying right, there's Christian, and there's group.
2: LGBTQ plus, mm-hmm. and they're not a part
0: of us, right? Right?
2: Yeah. And I have said so many times where everyone that I know that would you know hold one of those letters in their hands mm-hmm. they love and care about and are so open to so many people more than anyone I've ever seen they're so accepting so loving and I don't mean they're accepting I think sometimes people hear when they hear the word accepting they say they think it means they're accepting criminals or you're accepting crime we're accepting something unsafe. no yeah. they're accepting of people of you are showing up here as you are and I want to get to know who you are. Yeah, like humans. Um, I want like, to love you as yeah, you are. Exactly. Yeah. As your person, I'm not going to try and change you. Right. I just want to learn about you. I yeah. want to get to know you. And yeah. that is what I have said over the years. So many times I've had a conversation with my husband where I was like, their whole motto about love. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the church needs to adopt it. Yes. yes 100%. Like, love yes. wins, baby. It, it does. does. It Every really day does.
1: Time. That like, is how, I feel like that was a quote from won. God the Bible.
2: Because he just won by loving. Yes, what he did was loving. Like yeah. his
1: actions were of love. That's how yeah. he freaking won the world back. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that just kind of summarizes everything right there. <laughs> so, summary came in the middle. Right. No, you want me to do this one now that I've got gotten the spider out of the way, or do you want to go ahead? <laughs> It doesn't matter. Go ahead.
0: No. Um, so this is from our listener, Julie. So um from people who were supposed to be Christian as an associate pastor about an, an, an associate like, pastor. What you said as an associate pastor. Oh, sorry. An associate she wanted pa- to make a thing sorry. that she was the pastor. No. Yeah. So an associate pastor made a comment about her wife, then partner. If the two of you are sleeping in the same bed, that raises a red flag for me why does a pastor need to worry about what's happening in your bed if it ain't in his bed he doesn't need to worry about it exactly sorry i just don't be maybe sorry. i shouldn't have no. read this
1: one. No. <laughs> no no, no it's I mean, it's true.
2: True. like
0: yeah that's
1: none of your business like if
0: someone
2: wasn't worried about what me and my husband were doing in, like in our bed before we were married why are
0: you asking these guys exactly exactly no one was All asking I me me and my husband right if you're not gonna ask a straight couple don't ask anybody else don't ask anybody it doesn't matter but i'm right. um, just all I heard was salt and pepper. If
2: I want to oh, take yeah. a guy. <laughs>
0: right. yeah. no business. <laughs> Sorry, that's my, all I heard. <laughs> that is amazing, though. Okay. Get it together. Uh, from my Christian mom. If you love her as much as I love your dad, then there's a problem. Oh, whoa, mm-hmm.
1: whoa, 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 whoa.
0: Yeah, the problem's with you, sweet cheeks. Um, We left the Bible we left the bible teaching non-denominational church we attended for years because a friend of ours was told by the pastor we won't be a church known for harboring lesbians oh my gosh! gosh. so what if you're the church that freaking loves people because they're people like you're it
1: sounds like you're talking about criminals here the word harboring made it sound like
2: yeah someone who you know is actively doing something illegal and like
0: in in his bigoted mind, that, it is yes, unsafe, right. Like it's that's so real. sad. Oh my god! Um, like this isn't. We didn't <sighs> think we were gonna get this far up, but here we are. We don't, were even. Yeah, we were at beforehand. We but did, but now. know yeah, anyway, it's a whole other. So life. this one, Julie also shared this. She said, after searching for ourselves for a long time, we found a church. We were warmly welcomed and accepted there and became members. We align with their way of believing, and it lifts us in so many ways. It fits us. Fits. Listen, it's not it's a <laughs> I'm not.
2: <laughs> no, I'm but not. I love I love that. Yeah, there was more to this one, wasn't there? No. No, that was it? Okay. That's another one I was thinking of yeah. as another piece of it. Um, yeah, Julie, I love that you found somewhere that
1: loves like you. obviously like, like you feel loved there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like we love you and we care about you and we don't care about your personal business. Like. Mm-hmm that's none of our business really. And it really isn't like, no. unless somebody tells you about it or like wants to share something like that really is none it's of still not your business. No, it's still it's not your business. It's just them being you being a, obviously a safe person for them to be able to like have somebody to talk to or whatever, but like still not your business. And I think we, because I think a lot of people in, in the church um, who have segregated themselves Um, think it's their business to fix and cure everybody in their mind what they think is normal or right like we need to make sure everybody's we need you to be in your misogynistic relationship we need you to look like for real though like that is not your job like stop trying to take holy spirit's job like you can't do it your own own job almost can't do it by yourself so you probably can't do anybody else's job right like just please sit down karen like you're not helping anybody. Okay, Donna, um, I actually know her personally. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's such a small world. So Donna, if you're listening, hi. Um, I'm so glad that you're here and that we get to share your story. So she said, I was raised in the Church of Christ. She mar- I married a man after a preacher told me, you will never change him to be in the church, quotations. So it sounds like, and I could be wrong, but it sounds like she, like, she married a man who wasn't a part of the church and the preacher was like, you'll never change him to be in the church. So like, she was obviously judged right there, right? Like you're never not going to be good enough. And then she said, I've been with my wife for 32 years and my mother still won't let her in the house. And now being judged for like, my gosh, you just can't win. When I would go back to see my parents, the preacher would preach on homosexuality every single time. I'm not kidding. She must have told him I was coming home. I'm impressed you're still going back to see your mom. I would have been like, uh, bye. Like, like, this, this is the exact example of why people who choose to love somebody that isn't like what people in the church or Christians think is okay. This is an exact example of why they don't want nothing. They want absolutely nothing to do with those kinds of people. Like I wouldn't want anything to do with that kind of person. I'd be like, uh no, thank you very much. Like, yeah, it's it's an, it's a, for me, the, the closest thing that I can come to with this is when I go back home to like my family and it's like, nothing I do is good enough or right enough. I'm judged for every single thing. I, I'm just judged for being who I am doesn't matter what I do. I'm instantly judged. And it's like, you know, y'all are a bunch of assholes. I didn't Mm want to come anyway. And now I for sure don't want to be here. Like you really think this is winning me back into your cult? No, not at all. It's just confirming in my mind, the choice I made. And so I like, I feel like this is, this is a version, like, this is another version of that same kind of like, Thing that drives religious people you know mm-hmm. and like she experienced it in this part of her life and it's so freaking sad mm-hmm.
2: I want to hit a note just because we've said it a few times and I want to make sure we said we aren't going to get language right, right completely but this is something I know that can be highlighted I know we've mentioned many times like who you choose to love and I know there were some people that like I didn't necessarily choose this way like I feel like I was right. born this way yeah things I just want to like, say from my perspective, like I even say, I choose to love my husband every day. Right. Right. Yeah. I choose my marriage.
0: I we, think you need to choose, choose. Yeah. you to love to this choose. Yeah. 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 Like some days like, I don't uh, want to, but I'm right.
2: going to so like, feel me, everyone, yeah. like we make yeah. a choice. Like right? you can make, also make a decision not to love a parent or a sibling right. or anyone in your life anymore. So that's more what we're referring to of like, like you chose yes. that specific person, yes. right? right? Like that yeah. human of all the humans, that's the human you chose. Right. right. And so that's kind yeah. of where we're at. So we don't want yeah, anyone
0: thank feel you. like I yeah, thought that earlier, you. and yeah. I was like, it'll come up.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I, I thought the same thing. I was like, I hope they, I hope people who are listening know what we mean by choosing the person mm-hmm. you choose to love, because you can literally choose to love anybody. Like, I choose to love people, right? Like I, and and love is a choice. Mm-hmm. I really think like you have to choose to be like, okay, mm-hmm. I love you, and I want to be in a relationship with you, or like mm-hmm. you, or or whatever. And so yeah, I get that because we want to like speak to everybody, you know, like mm-hmm. not just a certain like, you know, like again, creating division. Right. We, we are not here to create division. And so that's why we're using the language we are. And yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Uh-huh. It's your it's your turn. Now. That's my turn. Okay. I yes. haven't read this one yet. Okay. So all
2: right. And this one is from Anne. It says, I can speak to at least my experience as a queer person attempting to intern for a crew an evangelical college ministry. In my senior year, I had several plans fall through for the future, and out of desperation, I decided to intern for the ministry that had held a lot of that had held a lot of my time during my college years, despite growing frustrated as a queer person with the treatment of both queer people and women by leaders. Additionally, I was applying to an intern for Cruz Justice Team, which pairs college students with service products rather than emphasizing evangelism. Since I had already come out to a crew mentor, I was forced to be fully honest in my application for the internship. The application asked, "Have you ever experienced homosexual thoughts or identify as homosexual?" and that
0: was in quotes.
1: Do we Want just like
0: this? an HR standpoint? Like I listen, I was not good at HR, but I <laughs> I was the HR person for a while. Um, that's none of your business, whether yeah. it's ministry or not like isn't that that's infringement is not on- that illegal I really yeah, know I don't if that's think that's illegal
1: cool. yeah it's it's like personal information
0: regardless of how long ago this was i don't know right. how long ago this story took place right it's still
2: mm. red flag but yeah someone would be like oh it has because it has to do with a ministry or something like that but i'm like they don't have this me and be like hey are you sleeping with your boyfriend we need to know on the application like they wouldn't ask that you know right oh like, there's ministries that will. i wouldn't but oh, I
0: they like, will. Like, oh like, right. for sure a job wouldn't right like, like, not a normal this job. job like yeah. there's ministries that will could you take their ass to jail probably. i mean to what, court? court probably yeah oh yeah i'm, I'm not sure jail you you sorry well maybe it. they would do i don't know no but but <laughs> it'd be a fine it'd be yeah. fine yeah
1: yeah
0: sorry i just No, you're good but that's a
1: good point so throughout
2: the interview process, I was asked to explain my experiences and justify my passion for justice and mission. By this time, I was a mere three weeks away from graduation with no other, no other plans than crew. I had no other options. Ultimately, I was hired with the condition that I would come out to my advisor upon arrival to my assigned location. In writing, the HR reps refused to name what it was they were forcing me to do, instead saying, make sure you do what we discussed. Not oh, that's, that's vague. So oh, they because knew. they knew they were going to get in trouble
0: yeah they knew that was an illegal question
1: yeah
2: Mm. this is this is a part of your hiring process and if you do not you may be asked to not continue your internship (laughs) asked to not continue so like not fired but
1: asked to resign yeah Yeah.
2: I eventually got to my assignment and decided that I would not put myself in the situation to come out to a bunch of strangers with no knowledge of how that might affect my safety fair fair eventually kept receiving veiled threats emails along the same lines which threatened to end my contract if I did not come out to my supervisor and she did not contact them to let them know I had done so eventually I was forced to come out which fortunately went well but the rest of the year I endured very varied various veiled comments from my so-called justice oriented colleagues who gave me suggestions for books and resources which quote-unquote combat queerness though I was able to experience the wedding community in my predominantly queer church My work life was dominated by the knowledge that I had been forcibly outed in order to keep my job. If I had lost the insurance chip, I I wouldn't have had funds to pay rent, eat, et cetera. Hmm.
0: I I think there's a lot of people who actually experience this and not even necessarily in ministry. Yeah. And that's why that question is illegal. Yeah. Right. That's why those questions and the way that was done is so illegal. Yeah. So, and wrong. so this is that one isn't even like a church issue. No, right. it's that's like issue. a legal issue. That is, right. And so I think that. And all of us
1: suddenly wanted to become attorneys. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, no, no, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like I just I felt that like justice yeah. thing come up like,
0: and, like mm, sit I, down I sir. literally like, just wanted to go to law school just so I could advise people I don't want to be yeah. a lawyer but I want right. to advise them against shitty advice from lawyers yeah, I'm a, I meant like a lawyer not right. an attorney yeah well both well you both know, or, I guess whatever <laughs> kill on <those> yeah <laughs> that's my catchphrase it is everything and of, it, like, it means okay. why not both <laughs> basically yeah. yeah oh my goodness oh and I'm sorry yes that sucks yeah. Yeah, like right. I don't think anybody should be forced and like one I'm glad it went well yeah like I'm I'm yeah. so grateful that that went well um as well as it could yeah, yeah. but like, yeah the that HR department yeah
1: ew. like if you would have kept those emails and sent them to like a lawyer or somebody and be like listen what like and you could even turn them into the state right. like that's not okay and like just because well, you, and that's a texas law i don't know if that's everywhere but yeah but but just because you have a belief system doesn't give you a right to bully people to make them believe the same thing you do that is that is considered um what's it called harassment mm-hmm.
2: like that is that's literally what it is that's for real i know we're we always say that we're not going to go into theology but i'm going to because i feel like it <laughs> um, i want to <laughs> I'm just I'm say to the thing like there are so many people too in the Christian realm who will say, well, yeah, but it's the truth, right? Like I get to basically, I get to be a total asshole and treat someone like garbage because mm-hmm. this is the truth. And I believe it's the truth. The scripture that most Christians use mm-hmm. to fight against someone being gay mm-hmm. and use against a lot of these people, The if you go to the root, the original language. It was talking about pedophiles.
1: It was talking about keeping young boys for yourself. Mm-hmm. It was talking about uh, prostitutes as well. Mm-hmm. Like those were the only two things that it was talking about.
0: And I think so often that's why, like, because that verse has been used in the way it has, that's why they clump everything together. Yep. And that yep. whole criminal just, aspect yeah. is there, yes. which is appalling. Yes. No, that verse is talking about the criminal ass. Like, mm-hmm. The criminals themselves, oh yes. not yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Groups of people that the church have like bundled with it, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. Right? Yes, yeah. I
2: think I think the scripture, if I remember correctly, I think when you go back and study, you guys can study, go to the blue, blue letter Bible, look up the Greek and the Hebrew. I don't remember which it is. Yeah, um, look it up yourself. Do right. the research. Dig in. um I think it actually the word like when it's spelled out, it actually says like male prostitute boy. So mm-hmm. basically, it's
1: children <laughs> be Male boys being trafficked is what's happening right here. Right. Right. So, and it's a specific, like, it doesn't even talk, like, it's interesting that they were, that he had the very specific gender and kind of like role they were, that they were in, because obviously it was a cultural and social issue that he was dealing with back in the day, or else he wouldn't have been as specific. Like, why would he have to, how about like, like these four children? Right. Yeah.
2: For a girl, a like female. Yeah, yeah exactly. I girls was, and girls but you can't, you can't,
1: can't have boys. No. Like, Obviously, he was dealing with a very specific issue that they had, right? And this was Paul, it wasn't Jesus, okay? So let's be clear on that. But like, he was dealing with a very specific issue, obviously, that they had because he was making it very specific, right? How did he know that 2000 years or however many years it's been now that there would be any issue? Like, he didn't know, he was addressing things of the day. Mm
0: For he cultures. wasn't writing to us. No, he
1: wasn't writing to us. He was writing for the to those people and helping them. Like, hey, those are bad people. They shouldn't be doing, you know, like, I think we sometimes take things that, like, we take the Bible as it was written to us. No, it wasn't written to us. Mm-mm. It was written for us. Like, it can be useful for us, right? Absolutely, 100%. But it wasn't written to us. It was written to a lot of cultures and a lot of, yeah, a lot of cultures back in the day, who were having their own issues in different, different countries, in different, different churches, countries, and different,
2: different places, different those.
1: times, all of that. Like we, a lot of uh, a lot of Christians fail to take that into and then into account, and then they just become idiot bigots who just mm-hmm. do stupid stuff and like make themselves look like fools mm-hmm. to the people who actually know what's going on. Anyway, that's all I have to say about Bethany that they went there with me. Cool. <laughs>
0: I did. Alrighty. Our last story is from Laura and she shared, I've had horrible experiences and life-giving and affirming experiences with the church in 2012 at the age of 26. I was very involved in a large Southern Baptist. Ch- I should have read, re- read this one out loud, huh? Large Southern Baptist church. I finally had accepted myself for the beautiful lesbian woman that I am. And then my world imploded. One day I received a call asking me to come in and talk with one of the ministers." Like you already see here. Uh, like you can see it coming. Dun, dun, dun. During this meeting, I was interrogated about my relationship with a woman I had been seen with. They needed details on our relationship and oh, how no, I was God. choosing to identify. That's none of their business. At the end of this meeting, I was given a choice to stay as a non-member, no longer serving in any capacity. I would need to submit to the authority of an ex-gay member of the church until a time that the church deemed fit. I declined that offer. Submit to the authority of an ex-gay member of the church. now yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I declined that offer. Good for I you. was then told that I was no longer a member and needed to be escorted off the premises. Again, treated like a criminal. Yeah, Lord. Lord. Um so basically she then left the church for nine years, then started going to a church because her son wanted to go, and she kept her relationship a secret. Um and then she said, didn't she eventually come out to a few members in that church? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, all the time. Um and I this quote is I think my favorite out of everything we got. I, it it I love this here. Yeah. Um did you have something else? No.
2: Okay. I, no, yeah, I actually do. I was just gonna say, like you guys, before she reads this, because I think this is gonna actually this. This line that she's shared here pulls into the next three episodes, which like I want to say, guys, do not miss those next three episodes. Yes, we are bringing on a guest that I think will absolutely blow your mind with mm-hmm. his experiences in life, um, where he's been. Like,
0: do we his want to share and and his in his, his heart. Stuff? heart,
2: real quick? Here,
0: I, sure. I, I think it you just know. needs to no, speak either. either. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like
2: you, you've got to listen. I promise you've got to listen. We have a guest from Australia. The best Australia. Australia, you need to listen just because his voice is from Australia. He's Australia. Cool like, accent. That's all. Because- because of that it's cool yeah but like everything he
0: says ties very well in with this statement so I just want to preface that okay they sat with me in my grief and with patience I can only describe as christ like they showed me the Jesus of the scriptures I got goosebumps like I do every time I read it like oh it's gosh. that right there is what we're supposed to be mm-hmm. we are supposed to set with people in their grief in their whatever Mm -hmm. and be patient and show them the jesus of the
1: scriptures and that's what jesus told us and by the jesus of the scriptures the jesus who loved everybody and didn't like didn't give a rip like the only people jesus
2: was pissy with was a religious yeah yeah
1: that's the people who really like you know grinded his gears and he got um real spicy with you know like the jesus of the scriptures if you don't know who he is, go get to know him before you open your mouth to anybody. And if you can't treat that person in love, you don't know G- the Jesus. Like, you don't know Jesus. And this is not a. Not fully. Like, yeah. not the way that you could. You might know him to a degree, but no. You know.
2: Yeah. And you said treat him in love. I have heard so many times. I'm telling you this because I love you. I oh. love you were saying that they just you don't that get to come, come to some bitchy comment they do like and so if you're feeling like well i i went to my gay friend and i told them that i shouldn't be
1: doing this because it's wrong and i'm saying this because i love them no no you're not Mm-mm. you are not you're no. saying it because you have an agenda yeah mm-hmm. because you have an opinion and you want to make it mask it as love or being nice no you know what you're making that person want to do never experience that kind of love you're literally being the shittiest version of love to somebody. And you're making them think good. Because much. it's you not love. love. You're no. labeling judgment as, as love. love. Yeah. That's and manipulation. That's not love. You're manipulating love for your own purposes because you think you know better. I'm sorry. You don't. Like. You're I even. Mean, don't be sorry. I'm not sorry. You just don't know better. <laughs> like. And if I did that, I wouldn't know better. I I Like. If I ever did that, which like I know I never will, I would I would like Berlin and Leslie both have the have the uh, right to be like sit down and shut up, even if we didn't, we might would we would, yeah, we would just, say like, any sit, right. just sit down, okay, Bethany, you're being an asshole and you don't know what you're talking about, and we'll pull out our inner Kendra Lamar and be like, sit down, you're <laughs> <In the hole. laughs> yeah, exactly. Apparently, I'm all the music quotes. You, you are right? uh, nice, <laughs> uh, but. Thank you so much. God, is there anything else you guys wanna like share? Yeah. No. Um, we just wanted to like honor um everybody who shared their testimonies, everybody who, you know, like has come out, has, you know, like wanted to be in a relationship or be um, you know, in, yeah, be in a relationship that somebody in the church we're making this church heavy because we came from church so mm-hmm. we're trying to like and that's bring, a lot of these people like, have been felt judged yeah like we want to stand in, we're going to stand in that gap for you and be like listen we know that that was not right like mm-hmm. that's not right we're not going to sugarcoat it we're not going to gloss over it right we're not going to try to justify yeah. what the church has done yeah and anybody who holds any of the like pronouns or um like lgbtq um any mm-hmm. of that right That is like, we're sorry on behalf of the church that that has ever happened to you. And we know it's not right. And we're using our voices to create this space for you, to have a place to share your your stories, to Mm -hmm. be safe, and to know that we love you. It does not matter to us. I don't give a flying monkey's ass who you love. Like everybody is equal in my in my Mm -hmm. eyes and i i believe we have things to learn from they're
0: all a fact everyone that has been segregated is a facet of god and so what we're doing by and i say we very like loosely just as like the church who has segregated like the only thing that's been accomplished is we're
1: hindering parts of god from being seen yes true yeah because we think we're the only right piece of god no you're not you're a little piece you're one kid it's a big puzzle, right like you're one kid in the billions of kids on this earth and like you're not more important than anybody else mm-hmm. at all so on that note um if y'all want to give us feedback on this episode, we'd love to have it right um if, if you have a if you're listening you're like, I really want to have my story heard share it with us like yeah. even if we don't get the chance to share it on our podcast we'll we will read it we will respond to you we will you Know we might even share it on social media if you let us, like, we'll keep your name off, yeah, of it. So yeah whatever. You can, like,
2: you can put it in the comments if you want, or if you want to be yeah. more private, like, I just want to share my story, you can send right. It yeah. email at the butter churn girls at gmail.com,
1: yeah, and um, and be sure to listen to the next three episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, we can't um, stress that enough. I know, like,
0: <laughs> I think we're we all can... still in shock, like, yeah, I don't think we knew what it was going to be, no, and it's so much better than we yeah. ever.
1: Dreamed or imagined. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it. We love you guys. Have an amazing week, and we'll see you next week. Bye.